This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And this is the time where we share some of our favorite news stories of the weeks. The week, the ones we hated, the ones we loved, and the ones that just made us want to tweet. Um, so we're going to start off. Alyssa has a story she wants to you share know, for I the news roundup. I had so many stories to yeah. share, but unfortunately, we are running 10 minutes behind today because we had a little bit of an extended conversation about Cuba, which was great. Um, so unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get into the many stories that I wanted to talk about. But the most important story that I want to talk about this week that has nothing to do with the election is that Chicago is the first major city to repeal a tax on menstrual supplies yeah. such as tampons and pads and to me it's like crazy that in 2016 when half of the population of this country in fact more than half of the population of this country 51% of people living in America are women and yet in most major cities women are still paying a premium to buy menstrual supplies because they have to pay a tax on them. Marilyn and I were coming home from I think dinner earlier this week and she said to me do you know they tax for tampons and I was like, yeah. And she goes, how the hell are they going to tax me for like a natural occurrence? I can't control this. Right. And she was, but um, in New York State, the um, New York State Assembly just passed a bill um, to get rid of the tax as well, waiting for the Senate to do something. What is the Senate and it's Republicans, so who knows? You know, and I had this argument with somebody the other day about it who came, you know, onto my page and they said, yeah, well, you know, like it, there's a tax on toilet paper and like there's a tax on condoms and there's a tax on toothpaste. And my argument was like, okay, well, just because you're bringing up the fact that there's a whole bunch of other items that should be non-taxable doesn't mean that menstrual supplies should also be taxable. Right, but also, I mean, I think that this would bother me less if women made as much to the dollar as men, but they don't, so it's like another way for that be we are... Be careful what you wish for, Jackie. I mean, it you might can have one like or the a other. nominal tax, but it's not. It adds up to a lot of money, and we are all, like, if you menstruate, you need to buy these items, and if you menstruate, you are more likely to be making less money Doing the same work as men. It's not my fault that I'm a man and I'm awesome. And you're not, Jackie. Uh, I mean, you are a man. I don't know about the second part. You should have to walk around in the pregnant suit for like a week. Oh, God. That sounds horrible. I feel like I'm pregnant right now anyway. Um, (laughs) Don't they have like now these panties where like you can period panties? Thanks. Thanks. They're, I, are you they're, saying the Thanks? Ads, no, you, Thanks is the brand name of these period welcome. panties. But they're expensive. They're, I mean, you see ads for them on the subway everywhere in New York now, which I think is kind of awesome that they're advertising all over the place. And they were banned from the subway. There was a big controversy about these ads oh. because a lot of men were like, oh, that grosses us out. We don't want to look at it. And I a lot of women Stanley were like, well, we don't want to look at your crotch when you're manspreading. So well, no, deal with it. MTA had to walk it back because they were allowing the breast augmentation ads. Right, so. but not the Thanks ads. But, so the problem with Thanks, again, is that yeah, this is cool. They're like these period <laughs> panties, whatever. You are such a jerk. So Stanley's man spreading. They're, they're fifty. They're fifty bucks a pair. For they a are a pair of underwear. I will so say, who's yeah, buy that? there's definitely a privilege aspect to being able to buy a pair of Thinks. However, it should be noted that Thinks is actually donating pairs of those underwear for every like pair that somebody in the United States buys. They donate a pair to a woman in Africa. That's cool. um, because a big reason why women in uh, third world countries drop out of school is because they menstruate and there's no like they don't have period supplies. It's a big so issue. they have to stay home and they. 
they right. can't get an education. Like it's the number one reason why women in third world countries drop out of school. So I will give them credit and I guess for the fact that they're donating dollars like for a pair of underwear and then you don't have to buy tampons or pads anymore that gotcha. it'll even out. I don't know. It seems expensive. But that is, that is cool. <laughs> well, I'm happy for the progress there. Yeah. Um, what's going on down there? All right, guys. So uh, we're going to move it along. We actually have on the line with us a friend of the show. We have Chad R. McDonald. You know, Megan Kelly, she might be bleeding out of her wherever, according to Donald yeah, Trump. Right. So that's a good segue into um, our good friend Chad <laughs> talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. So so Chad wants to talk about Donald Trump. So, Chad, um, you know, we've had him here on the show a few times. Uh, I mean, when we think of Donald Trump, the sexism, the um, misogyny, I mean, every the racism, the xenophobia, xenophobia. Uh, everything. I mean, he just says any and everything, and it's like he gets a pass. What do you think about that? Well, folks, hi, hi everyone, by the way. Thanks Morning. for having me on again. Uh, what we're seeing here is we're seeing basically the Republican Party morph into something horrible. Uh, more horrible, that is. I mean, uh, throughout the whole show, you've been talking about women's rights, uh, rights of people of color, uh, uh, diplomatic relations, how important they are to, to be set up. And uh, that's basically all on the table to just get completely smashed down. Uh, the Trump campaign is uh, taking over the entire election news coverage, as you know, as we all know. He's been getting nothing but free coverage from the media due to his outrageous statements. But the most concerning thing about it is uh, the escalating violence we're seeing at the rallies, uh, the threats of violence uh, for the convention should he, uh, should his uh, nomination be contested or overturned, which honestly is really not going to happen. He's going to get the nomination at the walk. Mm. But we're seeing uh, a rise of uh, neo-fascism. We're seeing uh, hate groups uh, uh, just out in the open now. What he's doing, what the Trump campaign is doing, is they are mainstreaming hate groups and their rhetoric in a way that no other candidate has ever done before. Uh, This is extremely dangerous. It sets a very bad precedence. Um, We've all seen footage of people at the rallies being thrown out. Uh, and with Trump himself saying, punch them in the face, take them out on the stretcher, various things. Um, he's made horrible comments about Hispanic people, about women, about people of color, about Muslims. Uh, he's incited violence over and over again. And he's really changed the equation on this election because he's even got his supporters now talking about taking their guns to the voting booth. So we're talking about straight-up physical voter intimidation now. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of equations being changed with uh, with Trump's campaign right now that is fundamentally altering the way that America is doing politics. Right. That's absolutely right. And, and you know, speaking of all the things that Trump is getting away with, um, it's like, you know, he has a platform. He says anything that comes out of his mouth and he gets more support. But it's like, you know, Chad, and I know you mentioned this to me early in the week that you were actually voicing some opposition, but you couldn't get away with it because it was on Facebook. Could you just briefly tell us what happened there? Get thrown out of Trump's rallies for speaking against him. You can get arrested if you protest in front of his building, as we saw yesterday with the crushed Trump rallies. But now, and uh, Alyssa knows what I speak of on this, if you run, say, a Facebook fan page with political opinions, and I run several, uh, if you speak out against... Uh, I have been banned from Facebook, suspended, had my profile suspended three times now. Each time I have been suspended from Facebook, it has been because 
I have spoken out against racism and bigotry. And each time I've been reported and put in Facebook jail. Um, I made a meme about Donald Trump, uh, making fun of how he didn't immediately disavow the KKK. Um, and that got reported by masses of Trump supporters. Because what he's doing is he's the great unifier, all right. He's unifying white supremacists. He's unifying gun nuts. And he's unifying, like, key parties, neo-nazis, all to unify together and attack people whose opinions they don't like. I'm just curious, Chad, which is, you know, obviously, you know, I run a big Facebook page. We've been speaking out a lot against Trump. I have not gotten attacked. Do you think that just something that you said just got seen by a bunch of Trump supporters that, um, you know, just decided that they didn't like it? They reported you. I mean, is that that what that's that's what you're saying, essentially? Screenshots of the graphs. You can watch in a Facebook page. They have insight of how well your posts do the reach you have how many people see it. They even should break it down, like who saw it and where and what gender they were, what age they were. They also show you your spam reports. And every time I post anything to do with Trump, my spam reports go through the roof. Now, even though I'm not posting anything that violates the Facebook community standards, that will get pulled down. Because after so many reports, the Facebook algorithm just kicks in and automatically boots you off. That's really interesting. I It's just so different than my experience on Facebook right now, which I guess, I mean, I, this is not in regards to fan pages, but I feel like every time I log into Facebook, um, all I see is, I mean, I do not support Trump, but all I see is anti-Trump stuff, which is good, but it's like also overwhelming. I'm just like trying to avoid (laughs) Facebook a little bit. Right. So it's intense. It's like a battleground on Facebook happening between all the candidates and political parties. It's It's, really intense. And it's not just like on the right. There's a huge Facebook war going on right now between the Bernie people and the Hillary people. It's never ending. But I mean, there is something to be said about, um, you know, I have encountered the fact if a lot of people do report something as spam, then Facebook doesn't review it right away. They just automatically block it. Yeah. Without and that that that's definitely an issue that Facebook should address um, because you know a bunch of people could get together to report your post and your post could be something that's not actually spam. So that's absolutely something that Facebook should address moving forward, just to ensure that uh, things that don't violate their terms of service aren't being pulled down. Um, just because a lot of people who disagree with them are reporting them. No, that's happened to me a couple of times where my page has been like I've like been in danger of having my page suspended. Because it's something I posted on my fan page, and I don't post anything ridiculous either. So I don't. Oh, really, Stanley? Yeah. Was it something controversial? No, not at all. Um, so um, I shared a post from Christians from Michelle Bachman, which is like a spoof fan page. It's hilarious. It's a satire page. And the photo was like a white guy, a, black, a white guy with his white wife, and it was a black baby. And it says, "If God doesn't exist, how come? Then who's getting my wife pregnant? Checkmate, atheist." And my page. <laughs> I was reported for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So it's weird out here in these streets. I reported you. Sorry. But I think the one thing that we should make clear, just in case you're listening to this segment, is I don't think anybody is saying that, like, the Donald Trump campaign is working with Facebook to shut down opposition right. like that. I don't really think that's what ha- what's happening. I just think that, you know, there are a lot of people on Facebook and they see something that they don't like. And so they get a group of their friends together to go report it. And, you know, then then it gets pulled well, down same thing with the Bernie well, campaign. And he has even publicly admonished people that are doing that. But it's like it becomes like supporters of these candidates often. I mean, it's weird because I do think that Trump is like totally asking for it, like literally asking people to take part in these actions, whereas Bernie, I don't think is. Right. Um, 
Um, but it turns into like this, you know, mad mob of its own. I can't wait for the Trump rally in New York. Oh, oh no, I can. Well, <laughs> it's interesting. I didn't know about the card. voter intimidation thing that Chad brought up about people bringing their guns to the polls. But I just like remember, remember when there was like one member of the new Black Panther Party that like stood outside a polling location. I think it was in yeah, 2012 and that. everybody lost their minds. And like now Trump is demanding that everybody bring their guns to the polls. It's, really it's, it's crazy. Conservatives have such a double standard when it comes it's to beyond. things like that. Welcome to America, guys. On that note, we are wrapping up the news roundup and we are going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to start a conversation about corporate con- co- uh, corporate corruption and global greed. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. WHCR 94.3 FM, New York. Okay. Hello, motherfucker. Hey, hi. How you doing? It's Weezer F, baby. Come and take a hearing on the toilet. This is Ricky Jones, and I'd like to invite you to tune into my new show, Unlocked, where we will be dealing with issues like mass incarceration, reentry, juvenile justice, and more. Comes on Wednesday, four to five, on WHCR ninety point three FM, the Voice of Hope. With Ricky Jones. WHCR. 90.3 FM, New York. 